every ethnic group and nationality and religion and orientation, every group of people in this country has a right to defend themselves, to protect themselves, to advocate for themselves. And in some ways, that's what I'm doing now, because I feel like we've hit a weird tipping point where black speech, black language, black posts on Twitter and Instagram are being policed and monitored and supervised and critiqued in a way that I don't see anybody else being treated. I don't see any other groups being so heavily monitored, critiqued, and blasted like I have that of Kyrie Irving and now Dave Chappelle. And I have to separate them in some ways from Kanye West. And I think part of what you're seeing, and it was one of the jokes that Dave Chappelle told, was that Kanye was in so much trouble that Kyrie got in trouble. And what we're seeing now with these critiques even of Dave Chappelle is a heavy policing of black people and black speech. I'm bothered by it. I think we need to talk about it. And some people really need to back up. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. I'm, I'm not even being funny here, but Dave Chappelle started his monologue on Saturday night, which in some ways was comedic, but I think he was also serious. He started his monologue off by saying, listen, I'm not anti-Semitic and I denounce anti-Semitism in all of its forms. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I'll fight against anti-Semitism alongside anybody. Um, I am against like Kyrie and and Dave and others, I'm against all forms of hate and discrimination and bigotry and and will always fight alongside people who are discriminated. And there's a a second thing that I think is important to say before we dig in here. I'm not Jewish. And Jewish people indeed reserve the right to say what is anti-Semitic and what isn't. Just as black people reserve the right to say what is racist and what isn't, what systems are racist and and, and which aren't, like ethnic groups reserve the right to define for themselves what is bigoted and what isn't. The challenge in some ways is regarding anti-Semitism is that the goalpost seems to keep moving on what is anti-Semitic and what isn't. Like, we think we must need, I must need, a better definition of what is anti-Semitic because when me and millions of others, millions of people just on my Instagram page alone have watched Dave's monologue, I see the stats. So probably tens of millions, if not over 100 million people have probably watched the monologue And the primary conclusion of most people is that it was masterful, genius level. And, you know, a lot of people said, man, people throw the word genius around too easily. But what he just did here was genius. 
And I implore you, if you have not listened to it from start to finish, go to my Instagram page. It's right there. Check it out. The entire monologue is there. It was masterful. And Dave did, as most great comedians do, most great comedians dive in to the most important and sometimes most controversial issues of the day. And, you know, there is a tradition to try to talk about complicated issues while getting people to laugh. Because it's actually, there are real tensions right now between ethnic groups. They're just, the United States of America is a very tense place right now in general. Again, we're living in the shadows of, you know, a million people died here from COVID, which is crazy. Our capital was overtaken, which is bananas. Uh, You know, tens of millions of people don't even believe in the security and safety of elections and think the president is not legitimate. I mean, we live in a place where tensions are high, where a woman's right to choose is being infringed and impeded, where black people continue to be killed by police and killed in jails and prisons. The tensions are high. And. And it takes a special person to be able to say, well, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to talk about all of it. I'm going to talk about Kanye. I'm going to talk about Kyrie. I'm going to talk about the Jewish response to Kanye and Kyrie. I'm going to talk about my history with interacting with people. And Dave weighed right in. It was hilarious from start to finish. And the truth is, you know, I've always seen Dave as like an equal opportunity offender. And a lot of people could have been squirming. That's good comedy sometimes should make you squirm and make you uneasy. But it was beautiful. It was comedic. It was insightful. And sure enough, uh, the Anti-Defamation League, which is like the Jewish version of the NAACP, um, it's an old legacy organization that speaks primarily against hate and discrimination against Jewish people. The ADL almost right away said Dave Chappelle's monologue was anti-Semitic. And that he echoed and supported the things that Kanye said. And when I saw that, I was like, hold hold on, hold on. Did you listen to this? Because he clearly did not listen to it. Like, hold on. That, the whole thing... He not only did he begin by denouncing anti-Semitism in all of its forms, but he literally critiqued everything. The if I had to say the main idea of Dave's monologue was a very strong critique of Kanye West, who is his close friend, by the way. Who he and he said this in his monologue, who he has supported through many controversies, to the shock of a lot of people. You know, Dave would show up after most controversies. And Dave made it clear, which I'm sure is painful to Kanye, this was somewhere like, I can't stand with you on this. You've crossed the line even for Dave. And I thought that was vulnerable and transparent. And it's extremely frustrating that when Kyrie posts a link, now... The head of the NBA, who is Jewish, 
says, no, Kyrie Irving is not anti-Semitic. He and I met, and I don't think he has ever been anti-Semitic or hateful against any group. That's what the, that's what the president of the NBA said. The team owner of the Brooklyn Nets, Joe Sy, came out and said the same thing. No, Kyrie is not anti-Semitic, and he is not a hateful person. And yet he posted a Black History link, and because within that Black History link, uh, which was hours and hours and hours long of a, like an incredibly long, deeply detailed documentary, there were a few things about Jewish people that Jewish people, I think, rightly so, found offensive. Now, I got I to gotta say something that I've never said before. I doubt that when Kyrie posted the link, any Jewish people saw the link and were like, oh, I'm offended by this. Like, no, somebody had to actually go look at it. And the link had been live for days when someone from Rolling Stone magazine lo- looked at the documentary and said, it's anti-Semitic. 99% of the documentary is about black history. It's a black history documentary. So people felt like, oh, this is just a documentary that is anti-Semitic at its core. And, and some people may have come to that conclusion. Again, that's your right. But the amount of heat and pressure that, that Kyrie received was not balanced with what he actually did. He is still out, suspended by his team. They said five games. It's been six already. And the man has been publicly humiliated with all of the companies that he is endorsed by and partners with, all of saying, like, we think we're leaving because of... I see them talking about what Kyrie said, but they won't quote what he said because Kyrie never said anything anti-Semitic. That's a lie. He shared a link without a caption. And again, I, I wonder if they're getting Kyrie and Kanye confused. But now that Kyrie and Kanye have been reduced and, you know, publicly reduced in so many ways, now that Dave Chappelle just talks about it, they're trying to do the same thing to Dave Chappelle. Listen, right after the break, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors. Right after our break, I want to talk about how outrageous it is that they're doing what they're doing right now to Dave Chappelle and how what it really has become in my eyes is just an over-policing of black speech. I'll be right back. The, 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 breakdown. the Breakdown. Several people sent me multiple links of white men talking about Kyrie. And in, in sports, as you know, in the NBA and the NFL, which are the primary two sports being covered right now because of the, the time that they're playing, the NBA is like 90% black. The NFL is over 70% black. These are super black leagues. But the commentators on sports talk radio, even on television, often are majority white and majority white men. And... I was sent several clips of white men talking about Kyrie and they were so demeaning and so ugly. Again, this is a, this is a sweet brother, like a compassionate, kind soul. And they were talking about this man like he was something other than that. And that's kind of what's happening with Dave Chappelle right now. 
that the Anti-Defamation League, again, like the Jewish version of the NAACP, the ADL, that they, they are clearly watching everything we say and do and trying to find fault. And if it can't be the case that a comedian is not even allowed to talk about an issue, like that can't be where we are. It can't be that if we weigh in on how we feel about an issue, that that's anti-Semitic. It can't be the case that if Dave Chappelle wants to talk about his friend, Kanye West, and the mistakes that his friend made, that even if we just talk about it, it's anti-Semitic. It's wrong. It's racist. It's bigoted. Like, that's what it's starting to feel like to me and millions of other people. We're starting to feel like you are trying to police everything we say. It is starting to feel that way. It is starting to feel like every time we post a link, you are, you are doing a deep dive and study on every link we post. Every monologue we make. Like, again, the, the monologue I thought was so relatable. And it's crossed, it's crossed over to me. And I, like, I, say that, I say all this with hesitation because what has effectively happened is it has made a lot of us feel like, okay, damn, if I even talk about this, am I going to get labeled as anti-Semitic right now? Which, which the answer is yes. Like I see people saying that about me now. Like just because I have stood up for Kyrie, who is my friend, I don't know Kanye. Kyrie Irving is my friend. And it's like, oh, you don't even want us to stand up for friends. And that's, you know, part of what stung to me about, I thought LeBron threw Kyrie under the bus. It's like, hold on, I thought y'all were friend friends. And, you know, nothing stings like a friend bailing out on you. LeBron in some ways kind of came back and tried to clean it up and say, hey, I feel like what they've done to Kyrie is excessive. But... People were quick to throw Kyrie under the bus. I can't do that. He's my friend. And Kanye is Dave's friend. And it can't be the case that black folk can't talk about our friends, that we can't talk about what's going on. That, and, and here's the thing. If black people and Jewish people are having some interactions and we want to talk about it, damn it, we reserve the right to talk about it. If, if we have some history or some thought of our own interactions with Jewish people, then we should be able to talk about that. We should be able to talk about Judaism. If Kanye, if if Kyrie Irving is genuinely interested in the history of Judaism, which I know he is, and and is interested in the history of Jewish people in the region, which I know he is, he should be able to talk about that. It's not anti-Semitic to just talk about these things. And what is happening now is the ADL is running the risk of calling so many things anti-Semitic that now nothing is anti-Semitic. It's like that Kanye, Kyrie, and Dave Chappelle are being given the same treatment. It's like, no, no, no. Those are three totally different scenarios. And... 
Dave Chappelle shouldn't even be in this conversation. He is a comedian. It was hilarious. It was interesting. It was insightful. And if you watch that and your primary conclusion was it was also anti-Semitic, then I, you know, I feel like we, we might have to part ways. Like I want to have a conversation. But, you know, you're making it such that when we have a conversation, you label us as anti-Semitic for just talking about it. And that's not sustainable. And so, again, I don't, I'm not Jewish and I don't lead the ADL. And, it, you know, if I was Jewish and led the ADL, um, you know, I might see all of this very differently. I'm, of course, I would see all of it differently. But my hope is that there can be some way for us to better identify what is anti-Semitic and what isn't, because right now it's gotten very, very blurry. Listen, I've got to run. Mondays are always busy. Love y'all. Appreciate you. Glad to be back. Always glad to be back on Mondays. Listen, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you are not yet a member of the North Star, why not? Go now to thenorthstar.com, become a member today. You can do it for as little as eight bucks. We need, need, need your support. I'm only able to come on here and say what I say and speak truth to power because of the support of everyday people just like you. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Oh, man.